sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match us. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. I'm John Elliott. And I'm Patrick McCarty. And this week, we're doing uh, something we didn't even um, research, but and we made it up on the spot. So it's basically like every other episode. But we are doing... 2022 versus 1972 in pop culture. Yeah, in pop culture, which is... I had all the big uh, news stories, but... Not interested. I'm just going to enjoy them. Yeah. No, don't care about Nixon. Roe v. Wade, yawn. Is is Roe v. Wade uh, 72? I yeah. I forget the years for that. Hey, what, we don't need to know. Am I right? It, that's true. It was 73. That was back when you were looking at 73. Oh, is oh you, you are correct. It is 73. Um, anyway, let's, yeah. Oh, I don't even have the stuff up for 2022, but I guess we can. I can do that during the break. I don't know why I'm giving all this away while we're recording, but this is this is for the the making of episodes we're going to do in the future from the, the nursing home. Oh, yeah. yeah, the the uh, backstage. Mm-hmm. I all record. access pass. Yeah, they can hear us like complaining about our health issues and shit. Exactly. Uh, where do you want to start? You want to start with uh, 1970. Two in television. Okay. So, top-rated programs. And this is the year you were born? No, I was born in 70. Oh. Then then you'll remember most of these shows. Yeah, I I do. I was two years old, and I remember, oh, I love Maude. Actually, some quite good shows here for this early. I mean, some real shit, too, but... Uh, This is the the start of, like, some good sitcoms, the whole uh, Norman Lear... Yes. I mean, not the start. I think it started the year before. The All in the Family started the year before, but it's the near the start of, of good sitcoms from Norman Lear. And, I mean, as we go through the list, we'll see the other people. I, I don't remember who put the oh, – James L. Brooks for uh, Mary Tyler Moore. But, yeah, uh, some good shows here. All in the Family topping the list with a 30.3 rating. And as when we look at the 2023 ratings, there are going to be no nothing over. I don't remember actually what rating means. Is, is it percentage of households? Uh, yeah, that are on the Nielsen of, of Nielsen household. Right, yeah, right. You know. So those numbers are like in the five and ten percent for top-rated shows after the the entry after of cable TV and yeah. all that stuff. But All in the Family was a powerhouse. It was a very funny show, from what I remember. I haven't watched in a while, but also political and political and like outrageous and controversial at the time ways. Uh, I was going to say I don't I don't think it. Uh, Unlike some of the sitcoms I like on this, I don't think it necessarily holds up because it's so uh, politically based and of the moment of the politics mm-hmm. of the time. Um, but it it definitely I mean, you can't ignore its cultural impact. I mean, it kind of that was the one right. That was the one that changed from, you know, bewitched and stuff to right to real sitcoms. So, yeah, and it was modern sitcoms, I should say. It was, we talk a lot in other episodes in the past about how annoying the 80s sitcoms were with their very special episodes, but All in the Family was able to have quote unquote very special episodes without being treacly and over the top. I mean, eventually it got there, 
but in the yeah, game, yeah. they had these political hot button issues that they talked about while still being funny. And I, I don't know. I, I think the the political stuff is kind of, I, I haven't watched an episode in a while, but I believe it's kind of out of date, outdated, but yeah, I mean, it some, is. It is. Some, some of it is definitely progressive. Their, their viewpoint, even for today. I mean, it was, oh, yeah, it's all, pro- the show is progressive for sure. Right. But I mean, like it, it holds up in that way, but I think the, a lot of the humor also holds up. There's there, there, w- there will be like some stuff that's good. And, you know, Rob well, Reiner's so good in it. And the entire cast is great, actually. Well, I was going to say, yeah. I mean, Carol, Carol O'Connor's yeah. definitely the, he, he made that. But I will say after, uh, Edith was gone, that, that was when it got. Yeah. That's like with Stephanie. You need her. Like she's, mm-hmm. she's integral to that as well. Like, yeah, everybody's kind of underrated compared to Carol O'Connor, I think, who got all the um, all the press. And, you know, like uh, uh, he did a great job. It oh, yeah. makes sense that he was a big star. But Gene Stapleton was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you ever see that picture of her at like, I don't know where it is, Studio 54 with Alice Cooper, where <laughs> she's wearing like a leather uh, mini dress or so. Yeah, it's. She's great. Um, yeah, I, I have no quibble with that. I also have no quibble with number two, one that does still hold up in a lot of ways to me, which is Sanford and Son. Yeah, it's it's a very bad show. But oh, yeah. A very funny show. A very, yeah, very funny show. Nobody's going to. Yeah, it's not. It's not uh, the good place. It's not like a thoughtful oh, yeah, sitcom yeah. like some of these. It's just straight up stupid funny. And 72 and, was, I mean, this premiered in, in January 72. So this is his first year of the show. And it was first year of the show. And it's already getting bom- like crazy good ratings, which is awesome. Right. And I'd be, <laughs> yeah, really more progressive than it is in the modern era as far as ratings. But like you said, it's, right. you can't really gauge that anymore. Like it, ratings are kind of meaningless now. But No, but I mean, just the fact that this was its first season that did so well. It was second yes. place, and it's a very, very funny show. Um, oh, I didn't realize Norman Lear had anything to do with this show as well. I guess he did, but he was uncredited for some reason. But anyway, it was, it's a, it's, what is it? It's, it's a, a adaptation of a British show. I've never watched it. Yeah, show. I mean, I was going to say, let's, let's, uh, it's no Steptoe and Son, but for for america it was quite yeah i mean just red fox that's all you need red fox grady on esther and then you know lamont's just kind of an ass like never i i always sided with fred not lamont yeah. even though lamont was talking sense just because right. he was so fucking uptight <laughs> yes <laughs> the uh the my favorite episodes involved bubba fred's friend and uh he kind of got pushed aside as grady got more popular but grady was not right. nearly as funny as bubba bubba as was bubba, his, yeah bubba was his very funny it's a yeah it's a very funny show there's there's there was a lot of um contract negotiation between red fox and the network wh- where he wasn't getting as much money so there's there's some seasons where he doesn't appear for like i think he goes to vegas and disappears for half a season yeah those those ones were not good no yeah it just showed how much he carried the show and uh yeah it's it's a very funny show it, it, yeah i think it holds up i'm i'm going to say just from looking at this list um they were still i think a few years away from being able to make good tv dramas 
I think, you know, Columbo is maybe the first one I can think of that is watchable. Like all these, uh, Hawaii Five O, which yeah. they remade. I don't know if it's still on the air. Who cares? Gunsmoke. I mean, oh, all yeah. And Gunsmoke uh, is 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 probably in its like maybe second to last season at this point. Right, it was it's already been on, on forever since like the fifties oh. and shit. Yeah, yeah, seventy five. So there's a few seasons left, but there wasn't a lot. Yeah. Uh, Ironside, I don't remember liking that. I no, think his, I think Burr's previous show, the Perry Mason, was better than that. Adam yeah. Twelve, I remember it was. Yeah, it was not good. Uh, I think the Flip Wilson show. I know it's not a drama. I think it was like a variety show. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Flip, I'll say this: Flip Wilson was no Red Fox. <laughs> that's why he's number twelve on the list. Adam Twelve. Just to go back to that one was a Jack Webb show, which is like he was right, like deep in the cop, deep in the pocket of the L.A. Police Department. So his shows. Yeah, if were, you don't know, he was drag, dragnet, right. and that was his show as well. Like, yeah, he did. He he wrote, starred in, directed, I'm sure, and created Dragnet first on radio and then on TV, and it was it was written like touted as like this this is directly from the police. But really, it was, I mean, it was the first edition of Copaganda where it was directly from the priest, police making them look good. So no, nothing bad about it. Like, like, you know, Law and Order, like the heroes of the show are, are most often not going to look bad. But there's there's going to be a bad cop here and there. But on a Jack Webb produced cop procedural show, there is no bad cops. And that's Adam 12 right. is an example of that. But yes, I, didn't, the, and, I don't remember watching it very often, but I mean, I wasn't alive yet, but I'm sure – Part of that was because it didn't hold up. No, because I, I do remember watching it, and and I, well, he, hold on, now I got to go in and see how long it lasted because maybe I was just watching reruns. But uh, I no, I remember not liking it at all. Sixty uh, oh, yeah, to seventy five. It ran to seventy five. So Man, yeah, it, it a long time. He had something it, on TV for like most of his most of the sixty, well, all the sixties and most of the seventies. Jack Webb did. Yeah, it it makes no sense. Like. It, this was not the time of uh, ACAB, I'll tell you that. Nope. And it was probably so popular because just because uh, Sanford and Son was number two and Flip Wilson made the list. They're like, all right, white, we whiteies, we got to. Well, I mean, remember, there's only three networks. So <laughs> that's true. If it got on TV, it's going to be higher. And as we go down this list, we'll see that there are some shows that were really good that should have been higher and they weren't. Yeah, and I was just doing I I obviously skipped some cuz I started doing uh dramas but then right, Marcus right. Welby MD Jesus yeah, Christ. I don't is the, I don't I I've never seen that show looking it's at just, it as it's Robert what you think Young, it would be from that time. Robert Young who was from something Father, oh, Father Knows Best. Best. So yeah, it's just it's just one of those shows that was just on for for just silly light, I'm sure. I've never seen it so I'm not going to talk about it any more than that. Yeah. The Wonderful World of Disney, I think that was a show where each week they would show a different thing. Like sometimes it would be yeah, cartoons, it, sometimes it would be movies. Yeah, and then you were always pissed when it wasn't cartoons because, right. like, oh, it's at some fucking stupid nature movie Disney made. Well, no, uh, but sometimes it was like the computer wore tennis shoes that I loved when I was a kid, that kind of movie, like the silly Kurt Russell movies or the – I don't – I know. I don't remember those as much, like Escape from Witch Mountain and stuff. Like I never saw that on one. on The uh, Wonderful World, but – Oh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe you're right. I do remember liking them on some show. Like the, there's that one and there was the Shaggy Dog – the Shaggy Dog – 
uh, DA, I think it was called. Where, Shaggy DA, yeah. Shaggy DA, where the the dude Fred McMurray. Fred McMurray. Oh, is Fred McMurray? I, I thought sure? it was. I'm gonna look. No, it up. I'm not but sure I, now. God damn it. Um, but I loved that when I was a kid, and I think that was a part of that wonderful world. Or some, oh, I guess it's later. It's '76, and it wasn't Fred McMurray, but it, Dean Jones, who looks a lot like Fred McMurray. Wow. Okay. My sorry, Fred McMurray. Speaking of Fred McMurray, man, like watching old movies because we both, I think, probably knew him from uh, My Three Sons first of all, right? Or a yeah, Disney movie yeah. or something. But like, right, right. he always played like a fucking evil scumbag back in the day. Like he was a villain. So yeah, I, I big time. do always enjoy seeing his old movies. I'm like, oh, Fred McMurray, man, you really, you really uh, had some range. I mean, he actually didn't have a ton of range, but he could play both parts with very little uh very little change to his acting style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'd like uh, to see I've never seen Double and then Indemnity uh, you, which yeah. him, which, you Oh, you know, I think indemnity. I th- I think I see the problem. Shaggy Dog, which was the original 1959 American comedy film from Disney, did star Fred McMurray. So you were ah, right in a way. So the the Shaggy DA was like a late sequel. Right. Or yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, sorry. Let's just, yeah, I know I like the incredible Mr. Limpet too, but then I, I, I thought, well, that, I remember seeing that on like the Disney, but that wasn't Disney. It must've just been on, you know, weekends right. on yeah. UHF. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's, there's a, I mean, we're, we're kind of mixing around. There's Maud was number four. I didn't realize Maud came so soon. So Maud yeah, started in 72 as well. So like, I was on the very family's surprised it was so early. I, I thought at least 75 it started. But. Yeah, but so the year after uh, On the Family premiered, Maud premiered. I guess things are different then, too, because I'm looking at these shows, and they all started in, like, I don't know, that was just All in the Family. and uh, All in the Family started in January of 71, and so did Sanford and Son of, of January of 72. But Maud started at the time where we expect things to start in September. Anyway, uh, Maud oh, was a... Was a was a spinoff of On the Family. She was what was she a neighbor? I oh, know she's Edith's she's cousin. Edith's cousin, yeah. Yes, and she she was on the show as like a like with her witty repartee with with Archie Bunker. She's a progressive and thinks he's a backwards know nothing. And uh, and then her own show started, which I never watched. I know people like it, and it was again like On the Family. It was political, but while being supposedly funny, but I never watched it, so I wouldn't know. But um, well, I, it's it, I, it's fine. It ha- it suffers from the same problem as all in the family because it's also very political, you know, mm-hmm. um, and of the time. But you know, they had the abortion episode that was uh, a big deal. It has and, an uh, interesting cast. It has well, Conrad Bain from yeah. and different strokes. Yeah, I, and and Rue McClanahan. Uh, oh right, she'll be Golden Girls. Yeah. And Esther Roll, who will soon be in good times. Yes. Which is so that's the thing. Like, if you start counting the spinoffs of All in the Family, if you count Good Times from Maud, which is like a spinoff of a spinoff. Oh, I didn't know that. So Good Times came from Maud. And then you. uh, Yeah, I believe so. And Mm because she was their maid. I see. Uh, see. Yeah. Yeah. And. uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense because I feel like Good Times was set in Chicago, but whatever. Anyway, uh, and then yeah. you've got the Jeffersons. You've That's a got, straight spinoff. Yeah, straight spinoff. Um, Archie Bunker's Place, which was 
basically all in the family. Issue, yeah. Yeah. With a little girl and no right. Edith. Uh, and I don't think Rob Reiner or anybody was on that, but I don't remember. Maybe Sally Struthers, but maybe not because she had the, her own show, Gloria, that was. Gloria, another spinoff. And it was yeah. awful. Yeah. Was she like a vet or something or a park ranger? I can't remember. I think she was a vet tech and Burgess Meredith was the, was the vet. Always good for a laugh, Burgess Meredith. Yeah. Rocky. Yeah, no, let's get, let's just go to the comedies. I just wanted to give like an idea of what the, what the, uh, dramas were like. But yeah, like the FBI and Kung Fu. Kung but, Fu, awful show. I, I don't know how Oh, is that on the list? It's number 29. It's like I remember last that, place. Having, like watching that as a kid and not being able to, to stay awake. It was so boring. Yeah, same. It was so fucking boring. And it was always in reruns because, I mean, this, it ended in 75. Yeah. So it was always in reruns for some reason. But it was such a – I don't know. Maybe I was it too was young. It was probably cheap to buy for yeah. syndication because yeah. it sucks so bad. Yeah. But David Carradine <clears throat> was playing a white guy, right? It's not I, – I am very, very unclear on that. Actually, and it's it's troublesome because I didn't think he was when I was a kid, and I thought it was weird. I mean, oh, his, he's the orphan son of an American is, man and a Chinese woman. Got it. Yeah, his name's Kwai Chang Kane. Um, yeah, no, that's it's it's troublesome, but it's also not because it sucks, so you don't even have to watch it. Yeah. Um, not, no, Barnaby Jones, like yeah, Buddy Ebsen, very. No. Uh, right wing dude, but also was he uh, really? Yeah, but he, he know you know, it didn't. He did good work. I mean, I wouldn't say he did good shows. He was good in he you was, know the Beverly Hillbillies and yeah, that's all I know from his Jones and Barnaby stuff. Jones yeah. was a detective show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was you know standard for the. There time. are some good suck. dramas in the seventies. There's there's the, there's some good detective shows in the seventies. Not in the early seventies, obviously, because no. none of them are showing up. Columbo is showing up. It's number five, but it's it's part of an anthology, so it never gets its own spot. But right. I just want to go to uh, back to the top and Bridget loves Bernie. It's the show I've never ever heard of. Nope, me either. That's why I didn't even. Oh, it's it's Meredith, Meredith Baxter Bernie. No. It's Meredith Baxter, or Baxter. maybe it is. Maybe Sorry. she is Bernie by then. No. Maybe she's married by I, then. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, uh, it's wait. It's a comedy. Is that what it is? I'm yeah, sure they call com- this a comedy, yeah. but I bet it's not funny at all. It's, it's a it's uh, a comedy about a interfaith marriage between a Jewish man and a Catholic woman. Right. So the you. In in 1972, so I think we. I want to know the story here, though. It was canceled after one season, and it's, despite very high ratings, it was the number five show of the season. Why was it canceled? Um, probably racist. Let's see, controversy. Uh, but because of, oh yeah, it was controversial because of the differing face of the main character, married characters. Come on, some group, Jewish groups charged that the series mocked the teachings of Judaism. Um, all right, well. Uh, that's why uh, they canceled. People didn't called, like it. Yeah. Yeah, just all right. I mean, yeah, what are you trying to do there? I didn't see uh Norman Lear's name on it, so I'm sure they didn't do that great of a job at handling it. Yeah. Who, who right. did create anybody we heard of for anything else? I'm no, not, I didn't yeah, I didn't recognize. Yeah, I'm not me. seeing anything. Brady Bunch um, and Dynasty. Yep. And then NBC Sunday mystery movie, that is Columbo, but also yes. a bunch of other things. That nobody remembers because they weren't good. They, there was that Rock Hudson one that was, I don't remember, McMillan well, and Wife. And oh, shit. McLeod, 
has Dennis Weaver, which is not terrible, but not, none of them are as good as Columbo. No, none of them. Yeah. Those two I've heard of, and I think maybe I've seen an episode or two of them. The Rock Hudson one is not very good, but it's kind of entertaining. Uh, the, and the same with McLeod. It's, 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 it's better than I, Adam 12, let's say. Yeah, I remember. Oh, for sure. I remember them both. I just, I, I would never watch one again, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like, and, you know, it's Rock Hudson, 1972 Rock Hudson, you know, and it was like, this was at a time when it was definitely not cool to do TV when you're a right, movie star. Right. Yes. But, yeah. And then um, there was one that was, I guess, not a part of the, 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 those three were the, like the big deals. And then there's a fourth, fourth one that was added for 72 called Heck Ramsey that I've never heard of. Gunfighter turned frontier forensic science detective in the old West. And that was produced by, uh, Jack Webb, starring Richard Boone. So no, nothing to speak of there. Jack Webb blowing to get all these shows. Like Dragnet straight up sucked. Oh, I think ironically it was fun. Like the especially the black and white one was was bad, but the one with Harry Morgan that was on in the sixties was just so silly, and they weren't writing it to be silly. And they used because I remember when I was a kid they used to show it at Nick at Night, and it was just kind of like something to watch ironically because it was just ridiculous. But yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely it's an ironic watch, but right. But um, I think the I think the fifties one was just straight out bad. The the sixties one was a little bit sillier, so it was a little bit easier to take. But yeah, I don't know, it was popular. But then we get to number seven on the list. Yay. Um, I mean, it's got to be top three for me. I know we did a list, but yeah, uh, top five at least. Mary Tyler Moore show. The more I think about that, I mean, the unlike the other, well, not Sanford and Son, but much more so than Sanford and Son, the comedy really holds up on this show. Yes. And I mean, it basically is the template. This is really the template for modern sitcoms yes workplace comedy modern like the characters Mm -hmm. you know they've always had wacky characters but this was like an ensemble yep and everybody was fucking great and everybody was well defined and yeah i mean look at parks and rec it's it's pretty much there's an analog to every parks and rec character in mary lou grant is uh whatever his name is i can't think of it right now yeah ron swanson ron swanson and then andy is ted knight i mean they're not exact but you get what you get what i'm saying like the ridiculously dumb character that's unbelievable but ted knight i mean andy's really funny but ted knight has so so many other dimensions that makes him funny in other ways i don't know it's just it's just such a good show yeah no ted ted knight is is like the gold standard for that character to me yeah yeah, I don't think anybody's done it better. No. Well, his had more layers to it as well. Like, not only yeah. was he stupid, but he was dumb, and he didn't understand how stupid he was. So he's he's written he's that, that arrogant he, guy, right. that arrogant okay. dummy that is a very much a, a standard. But yes. But if you read it, he's unlikable, and Ted Knight plays exactly. it as unlikable, but you still like him, which nope. is what yeah, makes it so great. You can't you can't actually hate him, even when he's like. Being super shitty. Everyone else in the show hates him, but they also still like him. And they still it, and love it, him. And it's yeah. believable. Like sometimes there'll, there'll be a show where there's a character who's a, like a dumbass or a annoying character. And the other character's like, oh, we still like him. And you're like, why? He's no, don't like him. Stop. But with yeah. Ted Knight playing that character, it's believable. So yeah, yes. Mary Tyler Moore show, it's kind of, it's amazing. It should be higher on this list. More people should have been watching this show. Oh. Not just 23.6%. Oh, yes, Hold on. 
God damn it. I got to switch uh, things. Pardon these technical difficulties as John fixes his microphone situation. Uh, next on the list, so Maritella Moore Show shared number seven with Gunsmoke, and we talked about Gunsmoke. I don't know. The start is an old-time radio show. Hey, that's, hello. I missed all that because yeah, I was just uh, kind of my power reiterating. Power. I was just talking okay, about good. how Gunsmoke started as an old-time radio show that was actually pretty good and then turned into a TV show that was probably not as good. I never watched it, but it ran for 20 years, so I'm sure it was weird. But I – it's funny because I give a lot more – I don't know. I don't know if I give more leeway to radio shows than TV shows or what, but I really enjoy old radio shows where a lot of old TV shows I just can't even deal with. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, but that's because, I mean, more than the TV shows, the old-time radio shows that still exist were the best. So you're not hearing the terrible ones that no one really right. wanted to listen to. That's true. Uh, um, so that's Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going next on the list. We talked about all the dramas between, like, so we skip all from 7 to 12, 15, and the next is Here's Lucy at 15. And I don't remember Here's Lucy, but it's kind of amazing that Lucy was still making shows that were popular. (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know why it was popular because I do remember it, but I mean, it was popular because it was still Lucy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so her kids were in it. Yeah. Oh, and Gail yeah. Gordon, who who she wanted to be in I Love Lucy, but did not go in I Love Lucy because he was busy with something else. And instead they got uh, the really funny dude who Lucy didn't like. William Frawley. Yeah. William Frawley, yeah. The, yeah, I think she used, uh, what's his name, uh, again as well, Gail Gordon, not again, but before this in her yeah, second her, show. Yeah, the Lucy right. show, I think it was. Yeah. No, yeah. this is. This was just stupid. This was uh, old, uh, like, smoke-ravaged lungs, Lucille Ball. Smoke-ravaged, but she still lived another 20 years, so she did all right. Oh, hey. She did all right all around. Uh, But, yeah, I I think basically they're just doing I Love Lucy scripts again, just with different people. And, I mean, that was fine for the people who – wanted to see that, but it wasn't, especially at the time when you're comparing it to like Maritime Moore show or all yeah, the film it's, it's, it's dated. It seems and, like it might as or, well be vaudeville. Yeah. Or compared to what was 16, which was the Bob Nohart show, another show that we've talked about, or I think I've talked about, it. I don't remember your thoughts on it, but it's one of my favorite sitcoms. Of no, all I time. love it. It's, yeah. So I, I told you, I remember growing up and I think I even checked it uh, online when we were talking about it on the air, but I remember watching Mary Tyler Moore and the Bob Newhart show back to back. Um, and it, it had to be later sixties. I mean, seventies, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, cause they both went on for a while, but no, I, I mean, I, I wanted to either live in Chicago or Minneapolis just because <laughs> of the, the opening credits of those shows. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, Oh, I, I, that looks so awesome. Mostly Minneapolis. I thought Mary Tyler Moore looked much happier. Uh, but you know, no, this is this is an all-time great. I mean, Bob Newhart. I don't, you know, I don't care what he did. I don't care that he's on stupid, uh, whatever that Big Bang Theory and stuff. Good. Like, I, yeah, I like it, that he's like he gets to make a lot of money and even yes, in his old age, that's great. Yeah, I have no problem his, with that. And his, he also seems like, I don't know. I I think. 
the uh, disgraced Woody Allen gets a lot of uh, props because he he did writing and and you know directing and stuff. But I think Bob Newhart, without the the Jewish aspect, was like kind of a uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Like the creator of that type. And he did it better than Woody Allen. Certainly, he wasn't like he wasn't as uh, neurotic, but he was. Oh, but like introspective. Kind of, yes. Yeah. 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 The the more introspective humor, and you know, kind of he's like he is the straight man, but also not because his right. his straight man is funny as hell, and that's I think that's maybe what I'm trying to say more than mm-hmm. anything. Like how because very few people can do a straight man and be funny. I think uh, Bob Elliott is another one who's really good at it. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's rare. So no, I, Bob Newhart shows also holds up. It's still funny. I think the um, rest of the list. I mean, the Partridge Family was still going on at this point. I didn't realize that. I thought it ended early in the sixties, but oh, no, it start till the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so does yeah, that mean the Brady Bunch was before Brady the Partridge Bunch. Family? Then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that was – anyway, so that was in this list of Waltons, just a bunch of shows. Yeah, it's just a bunch Not of really shit. worth talking about. <laughs> and it's yeah. funny that Monday night – Monday, Sunday movies were such a big deal that they could actually be in the top 30. Oh, yeah, dude. I, nobody would – I mean, I don't even think they – do they still show movies on network TV anymore? I can't imagine. I don't – I think so. I, I, I'm not sure, though. I but know yeah, there's – before like cable and shit, that was you ha- either saw it in the theater, you waited for the like watered down TV version, right. like a few years later. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, what well, you want to go to film or film? music? Yeah. Nope. Let's go to film. Uh, all right. Top the top, or do you want to go from the the bottom up? Um, you know what? Let's let's go from the bottom up. I think that's more fun. Well, it's talking about Woody Allen. It's a Woody Allen yeah. movie number ten. Everything you always wanted to know about sex, but we're afraid to ask. Never saw um, it. Don't care to. Saw saw parts of it as a kid. Uh, yeah, it was not my. He was never my thing. So, speaking that. of kung fu, it had John Carradine in it, who was not in kung fu, but someone related to him was. Yeah, I can't keep track of their whole family, man. Um, they're one of those legacies like the Barrymore's and the, the Redgraves where I'm like, yeah, I, don't, I don't know your history. Like, oh, the Elliot's. Also, Lynn Redgrave was in this movie, speaking of Redgraves. Oh, shit. See? And, and Louise Lasser, who never, like, did anything that made me laugh or anything. And I'm like, but she was in a lot of stuff that did make me laugh. And so whenever I see her, I'm always like, oh, I like her. I, I always want to check out Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't Norman Lear. It was like a nightly, uh, basically a mock, not mockumentary, a parody of, of soap operas. Uh, and I know it was highly regarded. I can't imagine it still holds up. Um, and I know she had like some kind of drug issues or something just cause I remember Saturday night live people saying she was like the worst host ever. Yeah. Uh, it's, I never heard that before. That's interesting. Yeah. But anyway, that, uh, that's not on this list. Fuck it. Uh, we're talking about movies. Number yep. nine. Did not see it. Lady nope. Sings the Blues. Diana Ross playing Billie Holiday. Uh, love Diana Ross. Uh, probably not the right person to play Billie Holiday. Just my two cents. 
Billy D. Williams and it was in it, and so was Richard Pryor. So it's probably a good movie just because I've yeah, seen I, it. I've seen parts of it. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Number number eight, The Getaway, based on Jim Thompson novel. Huh. Jim Thompson, I love. Uh, never saw this movie. Directed by Sam Peckinpah, screenplay by Walter Hill. It has Steve McQueen's in it. I know. Oh, yeah, oh, the, Steve the, McQueen the and Ali McGraw. So there's there's another movie we'll be talking about in the, in the the time this was movie was being made. It'll tie in when we get to it. We'll talk about it. But anyway, that that seems like something we should see at some point. That looks like yeah, it might be I interesting. know. I'm like I should watch it. Uh, okay, number seven. This is this is the oh, real whoa. That's, social change I, whoa, going along with hell? like all in the family and stuff. Uh, Deep Throat, a porno. Number Making, seven. I had no. Year. I mean, I knew. I knew it was a cultural phenomenon, and the, all the the Nixon stuff was named after. But I had no idea it was that much of a phenomenon. Yeah, it's insane. Number seven movie of nineteen seventy two. Twenty million dollars. Twenty in seventy two dollars. Jesus Christ, dude! That is insane. It's got Eighty billion today. Let's see what it is. Inflation calculator. Tell us. Yeah, what's twenty million nineteen seventy two dollars worth? I am not on my normal computer, so this is taking a little bit longer. God damn it! Oops. How many zeros in twenty million? Two oh seven. Fourteen. Oh no, I put too many zeros on. God damn it! <laughs> we'll never know, everybody. We'll never know. No, I did put enough. Oh, 14 billion? Is that right? Wait, what? No, that can't. There's no way that's right, dude. 2,000, 20,000. That kind of. No. I mean, I know shit's gotten more expensive, but fuck. Okay, I did it again. This time I put the right. 143 million. Sorry. Sorry for the. Okay, that seems. Yeah. (laughs) Zero. more realistic than it grossing more than Amazon is worth. So that is um, but even okay, 143 million for our porno is crazy. No, that's insane. Yeah, I've seen and it. The, I, I I found a a VHS tape that said Deep Throat at a thrift store one time, and I was like, this can't be, <laughs> and it was. I have I haven't seen it. I, you know, I've seen clips in like people talking about like the seventies or poor old porn or whatever, but I've never seen it. Um, well, you know what? Good for, good for it. Um, Al Goldstein wrote about deep throat. I was never so moved by any theatrical performance since suffering through my own bar mitzvah. That's well, that's Al Goldstein for you. Publisher of screw magazine, I believe. Correct. So, um, so far, the only movie I've seen even a little bit of in this list is Deep Throat. Next is Cabaret, and that list still holds. I've never seen this movie, Bob Fosse's Cabaret. Yeah, I haven't either. Although, you know, I hear it's good. I Nothing about it appealed to me, uh, especially Liza Minnelli. But, oh, and, like, yeah, it's got Joel Grey and shit. Like, you know, musicals and and Liza Minnelli, but I have to say, like, getting more information and learning more about, like, gay culture and stuff, I get, like, a lot of this, the appeal more now, especially with somebody like Liza Minnelli and 
Oh, I don't know you anything know, about it. dramas and stuff, but I like Liza Minnelli just based on her performance and and Arrested Development. Yeah, I, that, I'm sure that helped turn me around too. But it's supposed to be good, Cabaret. Um, and I think it's kind of you know it's supposed to be darker, I think, than a lot of musicals. I do believe it's based in Berlin and like during the during Hitler's rise. So anyway, yeah, never seen it. Uh, same with number five. Weird that, oh, I, okay, I do know. At first I was like, I don't know what this is. I vaguely know what this is, but, uh. I think Jeremiah Johnson, um, is a movie starring Robert Redford. And, but I think, and I might be wrong, this might be more famous for the, the meme you'll see often where it's like a bearded guy nodding, uh, like in approval. That's a screenshot from Jeremiah Johnson. Have you ever, do you know what I'm talking about? No. Well, if you ever saw it, you'd know it, and you'd be shocked that it's Robert Redford, because when I found out it was Robert Redford, I was like, no, it isn't. And I looked, and I was like, oh, yeah, it is. So Jeremiah Johnson is a movie with Robert Redford that I've never seen, but I have seen the clip, or the like the gif from the movie that has uh, a bearded man nodding in approval, and that nodded, that nodding bearded man is Robert Redford from Jeremiah Johnson. All right, so he he made it into uh, meme culture. That's all that really counts. Yep. Nowadays. I've never seen this yeah. movie. It's Directed by Sidney Pollack. Yeah. So it has like, I don't know, of all these movies, this is one that I would watch because it has a good pedigree, but I've never seen it. Yeah, me either. I'd watch, yeah, I'd watch this and The Getaway. Yep. Um, Oh, number four. We've never talked about this. uh, I've never seen it. Scott hasn't seen Oh, you haven't? No. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty, uh, well, it wouldn't be as rough now, but like seeing it young. I'm like, oh, sure. This oh, did we say it's called Deliverance? I forget. Deliverance, yeah, yeah. But I've never seen it. But it, I know like the the quotable stuff from from the movie. I right. Know, but, yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, it's well, it's very well made. Uh, I don't know that I would want to watch it again. But uh, number, th- oh Jesus Christ! What's up, Doc? Barbara Streisand yeah. and I don't. Oh, Ryan O'Neill. I've never seen this. It's directed by Peter Donovich. Oh, yeah. Who was like, you know, the the up-and-comer and and then just made shit after his first movie, I think, you know? Well, no. Anyway. Do you think this was shit? I thought thought that... um, Oh, I don't know. I've never seen any of his movies, so I can't say any of them were good or bad, but I thought that this was considered good and Paper Moon Moon was considered good and then he kind of... Oh, was he, was that Bogdanovich? I do like this. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen this either. Um, but, you know, Barbara Streisand and Ryan O'Neill wouldn't come back together again until the main event, I think, which was 78, 79. I'm not looking this up, so I actually have no idea. That's fine. Um, Poseidon Adventure, never seen Disaster Movie. I think maybe this was the end of the Disaster Movie craze. No, there was just a start because there was, was like Airport 75, Airport 77. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And from the few clips I've seen and everything I've heard about it, utterly ridiculous. Yeah. It has that Gene Hackman as a star. Shelly Winters is in it. has a good cast. So I'm sure it's ridiculous and I have no desire to say it. Leslie Nielsen before he started doing comedies, but I'm sure he's just as funny anyway. Yeah. Well, it, this, yeah, that was another genre in the seventies was these disaster movies where they would get all these big in quote stars, mm-hmm. uh, 
to be in them. And, and, you know, I guess there had been stuff like that, like with comedies, like with it's a mad, 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 mad world and stuff. But right. um, for dramas, it was like a thing for a while. And then it stopped because they all suck so bad. <laughs> Yeah, the Towering Inferno was later, right? Like, yeah, all that. yeah, yeah. I think so I guess I have it backwards. Maybe this is the first one, yeah. But it's about a boat that turns upside down, like a cruise ship. Like it turns upside down. Does that not it's, happen a lot? I don't think so. I think it's pretty rare. Uh-huh. Um. Anyway, I was going to look up the main event because, and you know how I know about the main event with. Ryan O'Neill and Barbara Streisand, uh, because they used to have it as like ads for it on the back of comic books at the time. <laughs> oh, it's a boxing yeah. movie. Yeah. Oh, is she a boxer? I don't know. She is in the poster. Seventy nine. Seventy nine. Okay, there we go. Seventy nine. Thank you. Anyway, uh, that was a tangent not worth going on. Um, all right. So what what do we have next? The Godfather uh, was the number one movie of the year, and uh, I don't know if you ever watched the 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 show on I forget what network it was on, but it was about the making of The Godfather. No, I think it's called The Offer. It's very oh, good. Uh, we started watching. Yeah, we did. Miles Teller on. plays uh, the producer Paul Ruddy or something Ruddy, and yeah, it's it's very good. What I was going to say is one of the producers or the I guess the the director of Paramount at the time was that that what's that guy? The kid stays in the picture. Um, yeah, yeah. Robert. What the fuck's his last name? Yeah. Anyway. Evans. Uh, yeah, Bob right. Evans. Just like that sounds right. And he was dating during the making of The Godfather. He was dating Ally McGraw, and Robert Evans was dating uh, Ally McGraw. And uh, at least from the, the the show, that she had an affair with Steve McQueen on the set of The Getaway, and that's what broke up their marriage. So the Godfather keeps on giving. Oh, I guess when I said date, I should have said married to. I don't know, but you get what I'm saying. Who cares? They're the two tied together. The Getaway and the Godfather were made the same year, and they're talked about in the show. The get the the offer, which I would recommend, and the Godfather, I'd also recommend if you've never seen it. Oh, I mean, it's yeah. I, you rarely see a movie at number one that deserves to be number one, but this was yeah. one for that year for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I think quality-wise, this would like that is rare. Quality-wise, yeah. this would be the best movie of that year. I, I'm sure it won. Yeah, it won best. Did it win best? I don't uh, know. It won best picture. Yeah, it won best picture. Yeah, it, best it, director. One uh, Marlon Brando won for best actor. Didn't win for best actress. Didn't win for. I should have won for best supporting. Joel Grey won, but I, I would argue that Al Pacino wore. I don't know. Anybody else from that movie should have won. Jesus Christ. I, literally anybody. Shit. Robert <laughs> D. Ball, Book, and uh, James Caan, all of them. And Talia Shire did a better job. Shire? Than, uh Shelley Winters, who won it for the Poseidon Adventure. And I've never oh, seen the Poseidon Adventure. Sure. I, I guess that was like, uh, you've never won one before, Shelley. Let's give you one. Was So, best actress, that probably would have been um, Diane Keaton, right? No, that was Liv Ullman for the Emigrants. No, 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 I meant oh, well, from the Godfather, yeah. A nominated for Best Actress, yeah. Yeah, but but I don't think her role was big enough. It would have probably been supporting. Yeah, that's why it's hard to call. That movie's a sausage show, as they say. It really is. Uh, But you know, it's Italian, so it makes sense. 
So right. somehow uh, this is – I'm looking at the wrong section, I see. Uh, Marlon Brando did I – was, I was looking under the Golden Globes for, for Best Director. But, uh, Coppola did not win Best Director. Bob Fosse did for the Cabaret. Sorry. Oh. Maybe, I guess we got to see Cabaret, but I, I can't imagine in hindsight anybody agrees with that. No, I don't think so. I'm sure it's a, it's a fine movie. There's no problems with it, but – and uh, he did win for best adapted screenplay. Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah, because I, you know, I haven't read the book, but from everything I understand, he really made something that was kind of trashy. Uh, yeah, epic. So, but he did work with the, the writer. Anyway, do you want to go to seventy two's best music or? Yeah, I was also songs. Gonna, Sorry, go ahead. Because I'm looking at the. I'm still have the television page open. Uh, top rated United States television programs by season ends at 2019. I don't know why. Maybe huh. they really stopped doing ratings, but, uh, yeah. Let's see if I can get. We're not there yet. Let's do the songs. Yeah. Let's get to the songs. It's taking forever. All right. Uh, crap, crap. You want to just go like, you want to start from, let's say start from number 50 and then just. If we see anything, we'll, we'll go up and talk oh, about it. Oh, I don't want to go that far. Jeez, okay. Uh, oh, let's go 20. Yeah, fuck it. Let's go 20. Well, we, we're at 50. I see there's an Elvis song, and I'm surprised by that. But I always am surprised by how long he got stuff in the top. But you want to go to 20, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, and Burning Love was a good song, too. I mean, he, I think he had hits all the way up through 77. Yeah, okay. Died, but, That's fair. Yeah, let's go top 20. All right, number 20 is a piece of shit. Ben Michael Jackson, I thought of that <laughs> when he was a kid. Uh, number 19, I'll Take You There, Staples Singers, good. Yeah. Holds up. Uh, 18, Stylistics, Betcha by Golly Wow. Uh, classic, holds up. Prince covered it. Uh, 17, Heart of Gold, Neil Young, that's actually surprising. I didn't know anything he did was that big here. I like it. Yeah. No, me too. Uh, if loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. That's, it's cool. Like, it's not, I don't think anybody thinks it's like the greatest song, but it's fine. And then, oh, and then you get to My Dingling by Chuck Berry. So just, that's his only song that was, his only song that was in the top? Or is that not true? Yeah. No, I, I think that's true. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a novelty song that's, even more stupid than it sounds. Uh, I don't know. Number 14. Do you? Nope. Nice to be with you by gallery. Never heard of him. Uh, the shy lights. Oh girl. Number. Uh, I'm always down. Shy lights I just want to go on, on Dick Cheney's Dick Cheney on Dick Clark's American bandstand. Nice to be with you, which is just a, they debuted on that day. The hot 100 received a lousy average on the Raider record segment. <laughs> That's why we haven't heard of it. <laughs> gallery. Um, uh, number 12, Brandy, you're a fine girl. Hate it. Uh, you're fucked. Anyway. Oh, it, it's, it's, I didn't know. I thought it was Neil Diamond. Yeah, no. I, well, it doesn't really matter. Could have been. Um, oh, maybe that's just the one they used on a soundtrack. I don't know. I don't care. I don't like it or hate it. Yeah, I think it's terrible. Uh, number 11, Let's Stay Together, Al Green. Still that's classic. Good. Yeah. Yeah, these, uh, Number 10, I, I don't know this song, but I can't agree with it in, in any case. Well, Daddy, don't you walk so fast by Wayne Newton. 
I, the dude creeps me out, man. I don't know how that that Vegas showbiz shit was still going by now, but uh, number nine, brand new key by Melanie. You know her? Uh, you know this song? I don't know it at all. It's basically a, a metaphor for sex. I don't know. I got a brand new pair of roller skates. You got a brand new key. Anyway. Oh yeah, I've heard that song. Yeah, it's, a fun, you song. Know it. it's yeah. fun. It's got a weird, yeah, uh, loping kind of rinky dink thing going the, on it. The Wikipedia says there's possible sexual innuendo in the song. Hmm. Wikipedia hedging its bets because she uh, denies Mac, that anything in there. Mac Davis, baby, don't get hooked on me. Mac Davis, another fucking weirdo seventies presence that I never understood. Um, he, was he also an actor? Was he in the yeah. thing too? Yes. Yeah. I knew I knew that name. Yeah. And a I low rent Robert Redford. Actor. And when I say yes. low rent, I mean low, 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 low rent. Yeah. It, it's, uh, yeah, government assisted. Um, number seven, Bill Withers, Lean on Me. Also classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, ruined in the 80s by some group. I can't remember what they were called. Was it Timex Social Club or something? Oh, I didn't uh, know there was a popular cover. Uh, dude, it, yeah, it's it's awful. I, I think it was actually number one in the U.S. Is it Club Nouveau? Six. Club Nouveau, that's what it was, yeah. Sorry, Timex Social Club. Um, yeah, no, it's it's awful. Uh, but the original's great. Joe Tex, I gotcha, the more uh, R&B. I like that there's so much R&B on the list. Oh, and then look at number five. Look what we get. The Candyman by Sammy Davis Jr., which I never knew was a Sammy Davis Jr. song because I just knew it from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yep. Candyman. Candyman. Oh, so it's Candyman. it's from the movie, and he just decided to do a cover on it of it that was really popular. So it wasn't – I yeah. know it was his song, and they put it in the movie, but opposite. Okay. That, that makes more sense. Sammy don't write his own songs. Uh, <laughs> okay. Without You by Harry Nilsson. My least just, favorite song by Harry Nilsson, but I love the album it comes from and everything. I really love Harry Nilsson. Yeah, me too. The problem with this song for me is that I think people take it too sincerely, but I don't think it's quite as sappy as it seems. Oh, so this was a cover as well? Originally it was Without You. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like that. And it's not, I mean, it still happens now. Like uh, Fast Car was covered recently by a country singer, but it's not as as popular to cover songs. I wish it was. I like, I like there being several versions of a song to choose from. I think that's fun. Oh, too, I, especially I, when they do something good with a real oh, of course. I mean, although listen to that club Nouveau song before you make any well, definitive statements. I will take all the bad covers. If it gets me some fun, interesting covers at the same time, like even yeah. covers of classics are, are great. And I wish, I wish bands would do it more often as like just as another track on an album. And I know it's probably like frowned upon because like, well, that that's not our song, but I think it's a cool thing to do. And it, it's neat. It's neat well, to hear different yeah. interpretations of the same thing. And it's, I think it was more, all, about, more popular in the past than it is now. Oh yeah. I mean, the Beatles started out, you know, like they were like half covers on their albums at first. I, I think, right. um, it's also, you have to pick the right song. Like, yeah, you, if you didn't pick, like you don't want to do Bohemian Rhapsody because it, you're just going to piss people off. Right. You know, you're not going to do anything with that, but, yeah, no, Without You uh, was originally done by Badfinger, another group I like. They they were very good power pop, uh, and this is not really representative of them. But uh, number three, one of my least favorite songs. I like uh, this song. <laughs> you know, 
Oh my god, I hate it. American Pie by Don McLean. Shut the in, fuck up, dude. In you, college and rambling. I used to request this song. I didn't realize how long it was because I don't think I've heard, heard the whole thing. I just like the little sections of it. And I used to request this song from radio stations. I'm like, dude, we don't play it. It's too long. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I still have never heard the whole song because it's like 10 minutes long, but I yeah. like it anyway. And it feels like it's uh, 110. <laughs> no, it's god awful. My mom used to, we had this on 8-track. Fuck you, Don McLean. He had a song on there about Vincent Van Gogh, too, that was maybe even worse. Um. All right, number two, Gilbert O'Sullivan, Alone Again Naturally. Uh, kind of about suicide, I believe. Um, trying to think back on the I, – I can get the tune, but not the lyrics, so it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, but it's a very depressing song, whatever it's about. It is, yeah. Uh, yes, weird to be at number two. But yes, very. Cool with it. Um, number one, I, ah, see, never a fan of hers. The first time ever I saw your face, Roberta Flack. Because she also did that song that the Fugees covered, right? Like, Killing Me Softly? Yeah, yeah. Um, I like, like that song either. No, yeah. no, I like both of them. She's got, a, she's got a good voice. It's just, yeah, I don't like her songs. Uh, but what have we been going, like five hours now? We should uh, take a break, huh? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Figure out what to do right. with the next section. Yeah, all right. We will be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade, he could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero, tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's great racing, steeplechasing. And we're back with 2022. Is that 30 years on? No. 30 years? 40 years? Jeez. That's worse than my 20 million mistake, and that was just because I mistyped. Yeah, I mistyped in my brain. Makes Um, sense. Yeah, it's just a year. Well, I thought we were, at first I was like, oh, we're keeping it to the, original theme of the show, which was 30 years, but you know, I realized. I forgot that. Uh, we don't do that anymore anyway. All right. Uh, this is like 100 most watched TV series of 2022 to 23. So I think we should go to like, I, we're not going to do the whole 100, right? No, I mean, only, I mean, I think we should just talk about how, well, how like, bad it is. Bad it is. Yeah. There's, there's nothing... I'm, that I am shocked the Yellowstone is as high as it is. It's the number one scripted show on television. I had no idea it was that popular. And it's not even on. It's on a streaming network. How is it getting that many people to watch it on a streaming network? Does Paramount not cost anything? I don't fucking know. No, I think it does. Yeah, that's weird. It's that high. And next is NCIS, which I didn't know still was on TV. And then FBI, which is funny because there was an FBI in the in the in the 20 or 1972 list. Now I'm wondering, is it like the same show? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. It's not. 
it's like mostly sports. It's not mostly sports, but like a lot three of sports. in the top ten are like NFL football. The so. first show that's, that pops up that I think is is quality is quality at, at number ten. It's a, another, it's another a remake of a British series, series, and it's very funny. It's very funny. And it has the star of iZombie playing a woman who's fallen and hurt her head, and now she can see ghosts. That's right. I saw an ad for it, and I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, it's Liv from I saw nope. yeah, no, it's, it's all good. terrible. Number one uh, comedy is Young Sheldon, so there you go. And then it's all, yeah, it's all these, like, legacy shows for old people, like Chicago yeah. Fire, New Bloods, and... You know, I believe Chicago, Chicago Fire is a Law & Order guy show. I think he branched yeah, out to do Fire, but he couldn't do it in New York, so he switched to Chicago. And Blue Bloods, I... Blue Bloods has been, I mean, how's that show still on? It's been on for at least 15 years, right? Or am I? Yeah, with no, like, as soon as he stopped doing Magnum P.I., he started Blue Bloods. And I knew it. Yeah. Nope, I was wrong. 13 years. But still, that's that show's been on forever. That's what I mean. He's, like, especially these CBS shows, um, dramas, these, these are old people shows. Who, yeah. They're, they have no interest for even our generation, and we're fucking old, you know. Right. Chicago Med, Chicago PD, Fire Country, FBI I, Most Wanted, FBI International, and CIS Hawaii. So there's an Equalizer TV show. I'd be interested in watching that because I like the the original Equalizer, and I like the movie with Denzel Washington. But it's funny that at the same time that movie exists, there is a TV show. Wait. So I don't remember the original oh. Equalizer. And was the Denzel movie – Based on the TV show, was it the same? Yes, but I think oh, they're all based on the same thing. Uh, what, what is it? I mean, give me a thumbnail sketch of the Equalizer. So, cop show? I'd... Not cop show, like a vigilante show. And the original was some British guy. Um, I never watched it, but I saw the ads for it. I think he was British. Kind of a private detective that would take care of things. And by take care of things, he would just kill them. Was he... Was that in the eighties or? Yeah, it was the eighties, and then okay. it was rebooted with the Denzel Washington movie in two thousand fourteen. That was it was it was kind of a revenge movie. He he plays a former like government CIA operative. I don't really remember how he was in the government, but he was just someone who got things done. And yeah, someone, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and he was I think he was like an Uber driver or something, and he. It's uh, I can't remember, but anyway, he beats a bunch of people up because they took advantage of a woman he was driving around in his car, and they they under uh, underestimated him, and that was their mistake. And it's it's that kind of it's kind of like the John Wick kind of movie where something's going to happen here, something's going to happen. Oh, it happened! That was awesome. <laughs> it's directed by Antoine Fuqua, I think that's how it, who did yeah. a, a he's anyway. I like those movies. There's a new one. That, I think is coming out this year. It already came out. So it's funny that there there's a remake of the TV show as a movie and a TV show at one at the same time. Anyway, in the TV show, Queen Latifah plays the CIA operative that's on the streets doing vigilante stuff. All right. I'd like well, to check that out because I like Queen Latifah and I like I like vigilante shows because I am a very um, violent person. The well. You're uh, you're right about him being British. Um, he was the police officer in the original what seventy three version of the Wicker Man. That was the equalizer on the eighty five American TV series. 
Wait, wait. What's the Wicker Man have to do with? Is it just the same actor? Yeah, yeah. But and it's okay. British. That's why I was like, oh yeah, he's, he's British. Um, but lasted four seasons. Okay. Now okay, I so it, I guess they I, didn't. The Stuart Copeland did the theme, and I have like a collection of Stuart Copeland music. But yeah, I know the theme. It's actually a good theme. Sorry, go ahead. The, the, I guess the TV show was the same thing. He's 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 a former spy who comes to be a vigilante. That's how it works. Um, all right, what else? We, yeah, then we got the voice nine one one. Yeah, it's all old people shit. Well, it's either old people shit or old people crap. Sorry, or it's, uh, it's like reality shows. That's that's all there is. Yeah. and yeah. I include sports as a reality show. Yeah, I, I would too. Yes, and game shows. I didn't know Bob Hart's Abyssola was still on. That's I watched the first episode and it seemed so bad. I'm surprised it's still on. Wait, where is? Oh, I see it. Number That's down at 33. Sorry to go yeah, so no. low. CBS. Well, you say Ghost is good, but CBS is, has not made it a good comedy uh, since I don't know when. I'm telling you, Ghost is good. All right. No, I'm. And I'm happy to see that it's so high in the ratings. That means it'll last a while longer, and I'll get to see more episodes. Grey's Anatomy also still on. I don't. I don't yeah. That's not a surprise. That's like that's like a soap opera. What's Station yeah. 19? Oh, it's not. It's not. I was thinking of the Emily St. John Mandel novel that was. I think that's Station 13. Um, oh yeah. Station yeah, 19 is probably a firehouse show. I bet it is. Yeah, I, uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Hell, the Goldbergs is still on. Hell's Kitchen, like Goldberg. It, was the, Gold, that must have been the last, the last season. It had to, yeah, I would think so. Uh, the Simpsons makes it in at number ninety. Still um, making money. Hell's guy, number ninety-five. Don't understand. Uh, Bob's Burger. Like I, I'm kind of even Bob's Burgers, which was the only one I liked. I'm like, all right, it's it's been enough now. Oh really? Yeah, I know. And then, of course, Vanderpump Rules is on there, which what is that? Never stop talking about, and I will never watch. It's is it a reality show, show okay. about people who work in a fucking restaurant or some shit? And that can't be right. One of them cheated with another one, and then it was like a huge dude. I'm bored even just describing it. It's not. A, it's not. A, it's like rich people. It can't be people working in a restaurant. I refuse I to believe that. Maybe they're rich people who work in a restaurant. I don't. I don't know, dude. You know, what? Uh, if you know, if you're out there listening, uh, don't tell us because we don't care. Oh, yeah, this right. is just garbage. I mean, okay, so it's a spinoff from the Real Housewives of Beverly okay, Hills. Beverly Vanderpump, Hills. Vanderpump owns the restaurant. Owns the restaurant. I see. I'm going to start watching it. it sounds, sounds fantastic. Sounds I love eating at restaurants. I started watching. Uh, that show that's based in a restaurant, so it's all coming together. You want to go there? Yeah, it's very good. 2022 in film. Um, oh or, yeah. Or do you want to? I mean, do you want to look at a different list that shows good shows from 2022? I, I'm like Abbott Elementary is number 59. That's like really low. Uh, I, I'm just trying to look for anything good. I, I guess you know, um, network TV now is not. Where you're going for innovation, right? Yeah. But it, that yeah, was for, that, that was like Abbott Elementary's first season. Maybe it'll be higher next season when because it's, it's getting more press. It won a bunch of awards. 
So yeah. maybe next season will be higher on the list. Um, yeah. No, I mean, this is basically just proof that uh, some people don't know how to use streaming services. No, so, no, it's just it's just people are going to watch network TV because when you're stuck in the hotel, you're going to put something on or I don't know. I suppose. Let's go. Yeah. 2022 in film. Let's see. I'm, wait, I'm looking at the top 10 first just to see if I've seen any of them. I have not. Let me see. There's 10 of them. So I've seen one, two, one, three, three, four, five. I've seen half of them. Only yeah. for me. I've heard very good things about Pushing Boots, The Last Wish, which I would not never expect to say about a movie like that. But I heard it was very well written and very like fun. Uh, never saw it. The Battle Lake Changing 2, I have never heard of. I guess it's a oh, Chinese a... war film. Yeah. Okay. Nope, that's never weird. heard of that. I, that's weird that it would be number nine. But yeah, all right. Thor Love and Thunder, people didn't like it. I liked it. It was they thought it was too silly. Um The Batman, I thought it was good. It was really long, surprisingly long. But Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz are very good in it. Black Panther was fine. Minions didn't see. Doctor Strange, it was fun. Jurassic World didn't see. Top Gun Maverick, that was good. And I'm Avatar sure. the Way I can't what? be convinced. What'd you say? I said, that's what everybody says, and yet I can't be convinced. Like, I, I hated Top Gun, the original, and I, I'm i just like... Well, I mean, you don't like action movies. And I don't like Top Gun, the original, but I think yeah. Top Gun Maverick is actually a better movie than Top Gun, the original. Top Gun, the original is, like, kind of good for, like, nostalgia and, like, silliness and making fun of it. But I think Top Gun Maverick is an actual good action movie. But I would not tell you to see it because it... I don't think I don't can't there's no I can't believe Jurassic World Dominion made so much money because everyone made fun of it but I guess it was I don't yeah, know. still go see these things Avatar Way of the Water made a ton of money and I still haven't seen it and I probably never will oh. nope I didn't see the first one no interest in this one I don't like James Cameron movies movies I guess so I like Sigourney Weaver though so I guess I should say um. But this is like, that was just the top ten. Okay, here we go now. All oh, these are awards ceremonies. What? So they only give you? us the top ten. Yeah, well, it's the guess, same as 72, but 72 had movies that won awards in the right. top ten. And uh, movies that win awards are no longer in the top ten. And, you know, some okay, people talk about the that. Bottom, they have list of American films 2022, so yes. Yeah, that's going to be a, a huge list. Yeah, well, the top ten is much different. That one must have been worldwide, which is why the Chinese one got it. Oh, I see. It's not not much different. It's basically the same, but plus Sonic the Hedgehog 2 instead of the Chinese. Right, and the the, 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 Avatar made a lot more money internationally internationally than Top Gun did. No surprise. No surprise. But so did Jurassic World, which is a surprise to me. That's how it made so much money internationally. internationally. Yeah, I'm I'm just looking at the list and nothing is jumping out at me. Of course, I'm going through month by month, but what what did I watch in 2022? Wait, was Tar Tar was probably my favorite movie of 2022 if it was uh, 2022. I, yeah, that's that I, what was the let's see. 
It was twenty twenty two. The list of best movies. Oh, I like Fletch. That came out in twenty twenty two. I didn't think in the theaters. I don't think. Theaters, I don't think. Oh yeah, did I you see it? Uh, yes, I did. I thought it was fine. Oh, so twenty twenty. The Oscar movies were The Whale, which I didn't see. I didn't see. No. Fablemans, no. I didn't see. Tar, I didn't see. Everything, everywhere, all at once, I did see, and I liked a lot. I did see that one as well. Um, I still think, uh, I still think Tar or Kate Blanchett probably should have won, but it was clear, like, that Michelle, you know, was going to win, which I don't really have a problem with. Yeah. Kate great. Blanchett will win again, and yeah. Um, and I, but I definitely did think, uh, that, uh, Colin Farrell should have won for, Oh, oh, that was really good. Yeah, like that, and I get, I get that too. But because realistically, when is that uh, guy going to win again? You know, I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll show up in all kinds of shit now. But it was definitely a that was all a nostalgia thing, you know. But yeah, um, I don't know. It's like every year. I mean, nowadays it's it's different with all. The action and superhero movies, I guess. But there's always good movies and there's always shit, you know? Yep. I think there's, I think the shit is just a lot more popular maybe than it used to be, but that's probably wrong too. There's just more of it. Um, yeah, nothing. Everybody says that Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is good, but I don't know. I can't bring myself to watch it. I didn't see it. And I also didn't see the Tom Hanks Pinocchio. All right, they did, yeah. It's over Pinocchio, man. Got to say something about the culture, I'm sure. Uh, Liar. But who cares? The, the, uh, the, okay, now we have the Billboard Year and Hot 100 singles of 22. I don't think I'm going to know any of these. I might Let's... have heard Adele song. Maybe. Oh, Lizzo, I know. Okay. I think I, there's a Harry Styles song that I really like. I don't I know if it's like, as it was, or not. it was or not. I can't remember the, name, remember of the name of it. Uh, what else is on here? Well, uh, Kate Bush running up that hill. Uh, all because of Netflix. Song. Yeah. But good. I mean, shit. Yeah. It's a good song. I mean, it, it's been a good song forever. Uh, but it's nice to see it in the charts, finally. I guess it probably maybe it might be the last charts back in 85. I'm sorry. Now I have to know. Uh, while nobody else listening to us. Well, everyone's turned it off after we started talking about 1972 TV for about 35 minutes. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay, here we go. U.S. Billboard. Oh, it made it to number 30 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. So, yeah, that's not bad. Okay, uh, but yeah, then the rest... Uh, I want to know, um, does Burl Ives, because if you look at 89, Burl Ives, Holly Jolly Christmas is 89. Does Burl Ives hit the, the top 100 chart every year? I know, because it's from... I mean, it's weird. Why that year? Yeah, that is so bizarre. Is there something that happened with Rudolph last year? Wow, that's incredibly weird. There, there must have been... I don't know. Everybody was... Happy Reagan was out, but not really, because Bush 1 was in. And I don't know why that would have been... Wait, wait. No, I'm talking I about... You said 89. No, 
89 on this year's list. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant the year 1989. No, no. It was 89 on this year's list. I really don't understand how that happens. Like, if, if there are a bunch on here, I'd understand it. But just that one, and it's a fine song. It's a fine Christmas song. There's no problem with it. But why? But it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't, yeah. Sorry, I totally didn't know you were talking about this year. That's, yeah, I can't explain it to you. Um, I, I find it weird that, like, Elton John still has hits. Is that a new song, or is that, like, an old song that was re-released? I don't know. It's that Cold Heart Panal remix, and it's got Dua Lipa on it, which I'm sure oh, helps. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Doja yeah. Cat's all, all over this list. I know. Doja Cat's at least interesting. Yeah. I, I, uh, does uh, some stuff like, eh, and some stuff like, oh, that's that's kind of cool. Um, I like Olivia Rodrigo. It's not my favorite Olivia Re- Rodrigo song, but I do like her. I don't understand, like, I don't get it. Like, Post Malone. That's just one of those things where I scratch my head. Like, why, why do people like this? It's like that, it's like that douche rock of the 90s with like Limp Bizkit and all those people. I don't know. I don't know Glass Animals very well. I'm surprised to see them number one. Oh, yeah, me too. Weren't they, a, weren't they an 80s hair metal band? What is this? No, it's an in- English indie rock band. Um, but what does that mean, indie rock? Yeah, that's... Never... Not aware of them. I can't imagine it's actually indie rock. Well, what label are they signed with? Is it an indie label? Indie label? I know. Well, I, yeah, now I have to look these idiots up. I'm sure they Quite smart people. They're from Oxford. Uh, oh, Caroline. Yeah, but no, not anymore. Now they're on Universal. So, sorry, you're not indie. Um, but yeah, I, I like you know Lil Nas X. I don't really know, and I, I don't have anything against. I just. I like Lil Nas X, and I don't know him that well, but I still like the idea of him. All this other shit is weird. Like, I don't know, One Republic, and I'm surprised Beyonce is so low. The Weeknd. Yeah, I don't understand this list. Maybe it's a weird list, because there's no Taylor Swift on here. Didn't she have a new album last year? Yeah, she did. Oh, wait. Yeah. Was it this year? Oh right. This is this is we're looking at two thousand twenty two, not two thousand twenty three. Yeah. Bad yeah. bunny all over the list too. Also, like not really my kind of music, but he does interesting stuff as well. Oh, I was like, why is Lin Manuel Miranda on the side but from Encanto? So which I don't know those songs, although I've heard about we don't talk about Bruno as a reference. I haven't seen that movie, I bet it's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will like me every night. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know these people. But also, if you look at number 80, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. So what the fuck was going on? Yes. We're, I didn't see Mariah Carey's Christmas song on this list, which... It's lots of airplane. Oh, Taylor Swift is down there at... Yeah, yeah, 76, but it was probably from the previous year. Mariah Carey is on this list. 
Number oh, 65. Shit. Yes. So everybody was just listening to Christmas music. They must have changed the rules for how these lists work, that older songs can come back on. Yeah, it's like a bunch of people, it's probably like by downloads and streams now. Yeah. A bunch of people yeah. make Christmas playlists and yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, I have nothing to say about this. Rec- I, recommendations, Asians, 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 Asians. Yeah, I don't want to have one. I will recommend, I can't remember if I recommended this already. But the Mick, did I already do that? Because we were rewatching that on Hulu. Is that? Uh, it's the one with uh, Caitlin Olson. Oh yeah, it's a great show. Dude, I forgot how funny it was. I forgot how good everybody was on it. And I think it was like probably like the last network TV comedy that was like seriously fucked up in its sensibility. You know, I, they did fucked up things on that show. I think AP Bio, maybe that came at the same time, but that was also that was also that same kind of sensibility. That's true. Yeah, not quite as dark as Nick. I don't know if you remember how it ended, but it totally ended on a cliffhanger. Like there's going to be another season, and then there wasn't. So that's yeah. I do kind of remember it, but it's it's been a while. But it's a very good show. It's it's unfortunate that it didn't last longer because she's so funny in it. Yeah, and the the, the young kid, Ben, I think was the character's name. Yeah, he, you know, he's like perfect. He's like the sweetest little kid who also is most likely going to grow up to be a serial killer. <laughs> the middle kid is really good. Like, I don't know. Everybody plays their parts really well. Yeah. And we were watching uh, Killing It uh, and the, her boyfriend on the mic is in Killing It too. Oh, really? Oh, I haven't watched the second season yet. I really enjoyed the first oh, season. Oh, we're just watching the first. He's, oh, the first season's very funny. Yeah, the guy who with his snake hunting with his son. Uh, oh, he, oh, right, 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 right. That guy, yeah, that dude's that funny. What, dude's funny. What's his name? I know, I don't know. I don't know the actor's name. I don't know anybody's names. I'm not looking at it right now. But yeah, the Mick. Uh, it's worth a rewatch. So that's my recommendation. Scott MacArthur. Um, my recommendation, just an old album I enjoyed. More people should listen to it at the time so they can listen to it now. Carrie and, Carrie and Lowell from Sufjan Stevens, or Sufjan Stevens, which I have learned how to say now. Oh, yeah. What about his parents? Yep. It's a good album. Sweet. Really, their names were Larry and Cole. Well, you have to have, it's called Artistic License. Um, yeah. I know, nothing new. Oh, although speaking of action movies, uh, this is not a recommendation. Sorry. Uh, I just, I just thought of it because you were saying I don't like action movies. You know, I like the, as I said, I like Mad Max Fury Road. I like the John Wick stuff, except we started watching John Wick 4 and like, didn't even bother to finish because I was like, oh, this, this, you're just, now you're just kind of treading water with this. Uh, You know? That's too bad. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's fine, but, like, nothing's blowing your mind like it is. Right. Well, the first one's perfect. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, Pat will tell you what to do now. Like us on Facebook. Uh, rate us highly on iTunes. Book, most importantly, oh, and write to us at part, pop, continu- pop culture continuum at gmail.com. But most importantly, tell your friends to listen.
I think you should also write to Pumpkin Kingdom because I yeah, what, whatever I said, I I'm surprised you heard what I said because I just kind of aborted. Abort, abort, not anymore. Sorry, Texas. In any case, until next time. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.